And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> Hello, kitties, it's your old pal the Chris Keeper here, although you might want to start calling me Denny Terrio because I have dance fever. Remember how last episode I said I might have to become a dancer? Well, I wasn't just kidding. That wasn't just a joke for the show. The old Chris Keeper has decided to go ahead and take the leap forward and become a dancer. I answered a contest ad in the back of a magazine, and now I'm going to the famous ballet school in Berlin. All I had to do was copy the picture of Wendy the Friendly Witch, send them a urine sample, and swear to them that I was a woman. <laughs> but I have a costume. Anyway, it sounds great, and it sounds like it's going to work out 100% perfect. Meanwhile, you guys just make yourself comfortable and, and, and watch this remake of Suspiria. Hello and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I'm Chris Honeywell, and I am here with the rest of the crew. I've got my counterpart, Chris, Mr. Chris Tyler. I, I've got no quippy line for this one. Dirty Peach! <laughs> and we've got them Jack and Eddie boys, Luke. The only thing more boring than the last nine minutes of this film is the first 144. And Jason. <laughs> Get the fuck out from this box of rabies. Yes. <laughs> that was about the only good line in the movie. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. There's another great one, right? right the, uh, my backup line. They'll hollow me out and eat my cunt on a plate. So uh, like, the box of rabies was my favorite line from the whole movie. Normally, so. you got to pay extra for that kind of action. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hollow <laughs> me out and eat my cunt on a plate. Yes, we're talking about the remake of Suspiria. And uh, if you guys are... Um, sort of intuiting a little bit of a hereditary uh, situation with this movie, you uh, you may be right, but surprise, surprise, Chris Honeywell loved it. <laughs> I loved it! Uh, all right, De well... Deathly silence and crickets. No, let's... Okay, well, let me... Let me... Let me... Let me... What, what, is, what does Inigo Montoya say? Let me, let me recap. No, we don't have enough time. Let me sum up. Okay, you know sometimes, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and it's not good, but you watch it and you're like, you know, there's the bones of a good movie here. You know, there, there's you watch it and you're like, there's something with the script that could use another round of revision. There's something with the editing that could use another round on the editing table. But there's a good, there's good bones here. There's something that can be salvaged from this. As I was watching this, I re that started kind of hitting in the back of my brain. And then in the day after I watched it, it was nagging me and nagging me. And then it hit me. 
the good bones in this is the original fucking Suspiria. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. The bones of this are, are Dario Argento. What the, so it's like, if you want, you know, it's like, if you want, you watch this, you know, there, there's something to it. Go watch the real Suspiria. Save yourself an extra hour plus. And, and then, you know, you don't have to, uh, I guess that doesn't help you go on message boards and uh, Twitter and be snooty about it. But, you know, that that's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm the one who's being naive. Well, uh, let's let's put it this way. I'm I'm outnumbered, <laughs> soundly three to one on this one, but uh, <laughs> I I didn't want to dislike it. I did. I was ready to dislike it. I don't want to dislike any movie. No. When I saw the when I I I usually want to like every movie, but when I saw the tra- remember they put out a trailer for this like years ago. The the was... filmmaker and it was and it wasn't even it was before they even started production on the movie, I think, and it was sort of maybe to drum up publicity or something. And it was just awful. It looked like a bunch of like goth kids got uh you know, high quality digital camera and shot some really colorful footage of people dancing and it just looked terrible. It looked cheap and it looked terrible. And that's sort of what I was expecting coming into this and found it to be like a Roman Polanski style shot movie rather than, you know, a, a, a modern like shot, shot, shot on videos different these days than, you know, what it traditionally means. But, yeah. you know, I, I expected a lot cheaper production. Let's just put it that way. No, I mean, it, it didn't look cheap. I, I wasn't happy with the color palette. I mean, all, I, I think a lot of the punch from the original is, is missing because of the dirty peach aesthetic that this has. I think they did that. Has. Yeah. It, I'm sure they did. It, and and Luke was telling me over instant message, I mean, or maybe it was Jay, that, you know, this this takes place in Berlin. It doesn't take place in yeah. Italy. Yeah. Right. And I, so I, I mean, I get it, you know. Um, it do- doesn't change the fact that I, I didn't care for it. Uh, right. The other issue with that 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 brought up is when you do get to the Technicolor at the very end of the movie, it's so red that it eats all the punch of the bloodiness of this of that final shocking scene. Red eats red. I mean, it it, it just does. Um, so I, I I mean that also made me a little disappointed. So, but. I'm already jumping right to the end of the movie. We've got two and a half hours of other stuff before that. But you don't. Though. You have you have a it, the, the the story. Now I did think it was for odd, because everything that I've it it's funny. You know, you you read this stuff and it's a typical thing. If somebody says, "Oh, I love Italian horror movies. What's your favorite one?" Suspiria. Do, do you know any others? No. So you yeah. know you're dealing with someone who's read a read a, a magazine article that says Suspiria is the best Italian horror film ever made. So that that's kind of the first key, right? So when you, when you, um, you know, so, so you so when, it, when the credit came up, it said based on the original screenplay, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's Daria and, uh, Dario getting a payday. That's all that is. Right. Yeah. But no, it's not. It really is the story from Suspiria that the character names line up, the general layout of the story, the general progression of the story is based on the original. And there's, I'll, I'll grant it that. There's sequences but, that are like their version of that, the sequence in, Right, exactly. There, 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 they are. There is the same. It, it. I would say that's a legitimate credit based on the original screenplay, but the the problem becomes that then the additions that are made, either are to me 
you know, not a surprise. The twist at the end of this movie, I called about a couple, well, at least an hour before it happened. Yeah, I, and, yeah, and, uh, I know the specific point where I was just like, okay. Yeah, and I, then there's a twist in this. The whole thing about her not be spoilers on as as usual. The whole thing about her being um, made her Susperium and not just a regular girl like Susie is uh, in the original. Yeah. So, but again, but yeah. that to me that was predictable because of the way that they they kept kind of hanging a signpost on it. She yeah. has to be willing. Eh? Eh? If I if I would have used if I would have been not introducing this and had to use a di- line of dialogue, I would have used, "Fucking a man." No, fucking an animal. That was when I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, and, uh, well, I mean, but then, they could but also, then the, what then the other... Go ahead, Jeff. And the saying, I mean, you're going to hang a signpost on it. I mean, you could, you could uh, show the uh, the pole with a sticker. Oh, wait, that's the wrong movie. Sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, go back and slam a skull into it or something. Oh, sorry. That's the other movie that's half an hour, yeah. but yet still is boring. Um, but well, yeah. but the but 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 from there, but then the stuff that they added, the stuff specifically yeah. about it being set during being set in uh in West Berlin during the the during the 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 split era being set in 1979 in Berlin there there's there's a point a political point that they want to make that it's i mean look i mean you you can go over the top with it or you can go below the surface with it and then you can go subconscious because <laughs> the, whatever the point was that that's one of the main criticisms even of critics that like this movie say that whatever the political point was of setting this in the split between you know the federal republic of germany and the D- democratic republic of germany doesn't translate well and you know, there, there's again there's something to be said for that i think i think it's primarily there because there's a line you know because it, it fits the kind of uh uh i, I believe the politics of the filmmaker because there's a whole line about Oh, the Reich and women's uteruses and their mouths and all that, which is like, can you, you can take from any any leftist troll on Twitter's rantings nowadays. So it's like, you know, to me, it's like after a while, it's like, okay, you're gonna remake uh, Suspiria, you're gonna have some kind of political statement that's not there in the original. Okay, that's fine, you are making a remake, but then you you it's so half cocked that it's like even your fans don't get it. Yeah, what does that? Say? It's one thing well, if your the, critics are like, well, I didn't think it was well developed. But even the fans are like, well, I don't really get why this is set, you know, around the Democratic Republic of Germany. Well, that like uh, there there's three things that I would address there too. Like visually visually I think just having the Berlin Wall right outside the door of the dance studio was okay, that that's that's that was good symbolism. They were doing something with the hostage situation somehow playing out parallel to the the things that were playing out there somehow obviously they were do they kept cutting to the radio yeah. you know talking about this hostage situation that that is almost like maybe i'm not schooled in the the exact politics of what was happening with that incident in in the time but it didn't seem to really mean any like it didn't seem to really do anything the whole My understanding like, of wait, what wait, the, the purpose hostage? of that, uh, yeah, about the the whole deal with the with the hostages. It was and all it was, over the TV but, okay, and radio, right? Yeah. But the girls are hostage, too. The girls yeah. right. school oh, girl yeah. being yeah. hostage. That's well, yeah, but, and, that, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, that's all that's supposed to be there. I guarantee you, that's all that is. No one. Well, the other, the other, the that. other part of it, the other part of it, just from doing some reading on this, that um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, on uh, Luca uh, Guadagnino. I'm probably saying that wrong. Guadagnino the director 
it, that it's about how those in power abuse those who don't have power. And right. it's like, okay, that's, again, that's like you just said, okay, that's that's either, but what that specifically has to do with the, the you know, there, there's lots of places you could have set that, that you could have used that. You could have set this in any number of places. You could have still yeah. set it in Italy. <laughs> but, but no, you set it there because now, now that gets attention. It's like, oh, look at this. Oh, it's political now because now it deals with uh, the law. And, and, yeah. and the you notice this? I mean, and it's not even like it's an anniversary. But I was thinking about this when when I watched this. This is like the fourth movie I've seen in the last calendar year that takes place in and around the Democratic Republic of Germany. And it's like a, the majority of filmmaker of filmgoers now are either too young or too stupid to remember the Democratic Republic of Germany. <laughs> well, I, I, I was wondering. I was wondering if they did it just. You know, they chose it to have some place that was visual and turmoil, but I, but they were looking for that time period. So it would have, so, because that's, that's one thing about it that could have been, it could have been set in 2019, you know, it could have right. been Suspiria as it happens in modern time, but they, they chose to make it a period piece that was fairly close to the time period, you know, it's within a few years of the original Suspiria, so you get a lot of the same, like, clothing and hairstyles and the general right, look yeah. and attitude of, you know, European women in that time period and stuff. So it has almost a retro feel to it, and I wonder, and I was wondering to myself if maybe they did, they, they picked Berlin because, ah, uh, you know, in, what was it, 77 this takes place? 79. 79 yeah. you know that you, you you know you had the stuff going on with the wall and stuff and then and and berlin is an atmosphere and that's yeah. they they, yeah. they they dove into the you see that's i think that's what got me that's that's my the sucker thing that pulled you you guys know i'm famously love if a if a movie is slow and has the right atmosphere and you know not always because hereditary didn't get me it you can't just get me with the formula no matter what but boy this movie could have been three and a half hours long and i would have sat and and lapped it up for as long as it wanted to go just just almost because the atmosphere is was so perfect of it to me, the the sound design on this was the sound design was good. I'll, was, I, I, will absolutely I mean, give tec that. technically, from a technical standpoint, the film's well made. I mean, that that's don't yeah. don't misunderstand me. It's not like it's amateurish. Uh, it's just that you know, it's it's you're saying that you can watch it for for three hours. To me, this you know what this plays like. This plays like this was supposed to be like a instead of a an Amazon film, it was supposed to be an Amazon series that got turned into a film. It it's it is just it's just on and on and on. Yep. It's it's yep. excessive. It's excessive without it, it. It's so excessive it it becomes ridiculous after a while. And and it's not. But all excessive, that could be used like, to like describe excessive. the original. Well, right, but I mean, but Argento's excessiveness was was artistic. This is excessive almost because it's like oh, every it, you get the feeling that this guy thinks his stuff is so good he can't cut any of it. You know, I mean that that's that's again that's me that's me being nasty about it, sure, but that that's really the feeling I got from it. It's it's this idea that you know you you I mean you get this at at film schools. You get the guys that they their stuff is so good we can't cut right. any of this. this I, I will so quote. Good. 
I will quote George Costanza. It insists upon itself. (laughs) (laughs) The man was a prophet. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I I can see, like I said, in all seriousness, you know, there is there is something here. There is a, the there there is a a rational way for this to make sense. I just don't think what we got was it personally. You know, it, it hung with me into the next day. I was I was I was I was uh, you know, mulling it over the next day at work all day, and like asking my coworkers, "You ever seen you seen Suspiria yet?" Although that that's my only the only thing about like having a having this movie exist is. My fear is people will watch this before they watch the original. Of course they will. Of you need to watch the original before you watch this. A, I mean, that, because that's all, A, that's it's going to... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's going to help you understand what's going on in this one. And B, it's the original. So you, you want to see... And, you know, I mean, they, they definitely chose to go in a different direction with the original, whereas this one is all story... And the original, the original was all style, but boy, the, there's moment the the moments of style in it. There's, I mean, there's point, there's certain points where it really like, gall, like I don't like Tom York's voice. This is about in the beginning, when the when the music was playing, and you hear Tom York going. In the background, I was like, "No, please, not this whole movie." And and then after that, he didn't come back till the end of the movie, so that was good. And I thought the music was very like a subtle goblin, like it hit some very goblin points. I couldn't even remember. But uh, <laughs> thinking about it now, I it's, know. it didn't make much of an impression. And like, some, well, but you know, you're but you're right though. There, there already is there already is this attitude that, and and it's it's typical. I, I wish I was surprised, but it's so typical of 2010s that here's a remake of something. This one has politics that I agree with. The original is now no longer valid. I have seen this argument already made that. That if you watch the new Suspiria, it is superior in every way to that overrated trash from that Italian guy, uh, who's uh, you know who, who, whose work is really not all that great. Really, you really just convinced yourself it was good. It's really not. This is real horror, and it's like no, it's not. This this like I said, there there are the makings of something here. This film is to me like I said, it's like a student project. It's not finished. It's it's someone who lo- clearly loves Suspiria, clearly thinks they can strip mine this for whatever politics they want to put into it, but they don't have the visual acumen and they don't have the filmmaking skill of Dario Argento. I'm sorry, but that's that's my take on it. And you know, and again, you know, we we we've we've talked about this. We took we you know, this is kind of the second modern film in the last few months we've talked about that has been for the most part negatively received. Here's the difference. Here, watching Hereditary, when I thought back on Hereditary, it just made me angry. Yes. You know, it's still angry about Hereditary. When I think yeah, me too. But, but when I think back on this, I'm just disappointed because it's like there could have been something to this. You know, I said this is kind of like a, a Netflix series. Can you imagine Suspiria as an ongoing series, as a miniseries? I could see that. But you'd have to take it in different directions. You'd have to almost do like American Horror Story. Well, you're you could, telling different stories. You could have all. You could do the, three seasons and do all three mothers. Three seasons, yeah, all the. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. You could do all the mothers in it and and stuff like that. And 
So, yeah, but that to me, that that's that's what made this so such disappointing viewing. Now, it also fails my brother's, you know, primary test. It's mm -hmm. boring. It oh, is shit, way yeah. too long. I mean, yeah. it's I mean, there are parts of this that just drag on. Well, you know, my, I, my dad always says, Jay, you know this. What does dad always yeah. say? Sign of a good movie is you watching it and you think you're about half an hour in and you're more than an hour in, right? Right, right. I was watching this movie. I said, I have got to be about 45 minutes into this. 20 minutes. Like, well, oh, the dude, funny oh, part was, fuck. wait, wait, I sent you guys, a t I sent you guys on the, on the group and I said, yeah. holy fuck, I'm only 41 minutes in. I thought I was done. I was like, this movie's got to be almost over. 41 minutes. I, I literally stopped it and got mad. Like, I walked out of the house going, fuck! What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm lit. I'm like, all right, let's sit down and do this shit. Let's do this shit. Like, I have, I have put up with the, the last eight months have been absolute shit in my life. I can do this, right? And I'm like, and I'm in an hour. I'm like, fuck, if an hour and a half more? All I know is I got to the two-hour mark. I'm like, this has got to be the end. What do you mean there's 30 more minutes? What, is yeah. it, what, what, what else could they possibly do? I'm like, I've, good all, all lord. I, all I can think of is the song from Misty, sung to the oh. tune of the greatest American hero. Believe it or not, this yeah. movie's still on. It should have yeah. ended an hour ago. <laughs> well, the one thing is this. Though, the, the, I mean, we're at about, about, what, an hour and 50 or so in. You get uh, the doctor having the flashback with his wife and stuff like that. And that's Jessica Harper. That's Jessica so Harper, yeah. At least that's cool because I'm like, oh shit, that looks like Jessica Harper, and I'm like, oh shit, it is. Because at first I thought maybe they got someone to look like her because I didn't know if they would actually get her because you know because this is supposed to be you know quote unquote better. But they did go get her, which is good. Um, so well, she got it, a paycheck. Yeah. And, it, and it's stuff um, like that that makes me think this guy, this filmmaker, really does I, yeah, you know yeah. like stuff. Why would you go get Jessica Harper if you didn't really love the original? I just yeah. I just can't jive with his view. Now as yeah. an aside, Jessica Harper looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks different. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so let me just say this because I know. Would uh, sell my soul for rock and roll again? Yes. Well, <laughs> um, the thing is, the thing is this is that um, as somebody who I mean, I mean, I like the original Suspiria well enough, but it is certainly not my favorite Argento movie. Like, it's not the one I would pick. It's probably not even the number two I would pick of his movies. So right? Kind you, of thing. That's probably that's probably Tenebrae is probably your favorite. Tenebrae, Stendhal Syndrome. Like, there's a few of his movies I like better than Suspiria, the original, right? Yeah. But the one thing I can say about the original Suspiria, and as artsy and whatever it might be, right, at least at an hour and a half, right, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It is not, like, you're not sitting there going, oh, this is a very, you know, it's not, like, completely, di -di 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 -di. like, there's a lot of shit going on and colors and different things and whatever, but it's still, you, you kind of go in knowing that. Here, you, you go in going, okay, it's going to be different, and, like, you know, the the... The, the German words had red shadowing and the French words had blue shadowing. And I, and I, okay, like, I don't give a fuck about either of those things, but it's true in the movie. When you, when you go back and look at it, the, the Germans are all, words will have a red shadow behind them and the French words have blue. And then they're speaking English. And I'm like, why the, f I don't want to fucking read this whole fucking movie. Cause I thought I, like, I had to go thing. and I was watching it on a copy with no subtitles oh, in about oh, shit. About 20 yeah. minutes in, I'm like, oh, maybe I, maybe all this, all the speaking in German is just the background, and I can just sort of suss out what's going on. Then I'm like, I better go see if there's a subtitle <laughs> file for this. Right. There was. Well, and then I'm it's saying. like, oh goddamn, it's lucky I got this. So I didn't get the shading underneath yeah, my well, subtitles. Yeah, but, when, you, when you when you watch like, like I watched mine like I. Uh, you, on the on the DVD and I'm um, assuming on the Blu-ray and and definitely on Amazon Prime it yeah. has that and the whole you, point is like 
if you don't know that, like, I mean, I only picked it up. I'm like, okay, they're speaking French. Why does that look different? And I'm like, oh, shit, are you telling me? And then I'm watching. I'm like, and now the whole time everyone speaks a different language, I'm looking at the color behind right. it. Like, that's not as important. Like, but it came one of those things. I'm like, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't care right either. Now. I couldn't. Right. I, yeah. French and German, I'm like, it's all Greek to me. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, so, so you're at a point where you're like, you're at a point where you're like, I, yeah, I, I they, don't they, care they about cut, what's They happening. cut the goofy Greek landlord from the movie. That would have been that would have yes. spiced it. Rant. He's got what he call. He's got he's got Windex and he's spraying got a, everything. Yeah, he's got a bottle of Windex. Oh, you you break your ankle. You put some Windex on Windex there. Yes. On it. Yeah. So I mean, did you know I, I am descended from Alexander the Great? Yes. A boont cake. Boont. There's a hole in this cake, but anyway. <laughs> no, this is not my big fat Greek wedding. Anyway, my big so, uh, fat German dance studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my big just, fat mother Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That okay, that was fucking disgusting. I'm just saying. Yes, it was. It was. It was yeah. yeah. That was. I that loved was, her mouth. I loved her ugly, ugly ass mouth when yeah. she started talking and, like, first could like, first started talking and you're like, oh, she hasn't spoken in a long time and then got going. I yeah, I I, I loved how they did her. I mean, that 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 whole effect to me when 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 it first showed up, I'm like, that looks fucking dumb. But then the more it was on screen and the more she was moving, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to see it. It's trying to, it's yeah. not trying to be overt. It's trying to be more realistic of someone who is just decrepit yeah. and ancient. Decrepit. I'm like, okay, that, that was pretty fucking, that was pretty good. I'll yeah, grant that. And, and, the... and that scene at least picks up. You know, of course it's funny. It's typical of my life, right? So I get up. You know, what, your head explodes in a spray of blood. No, wait, <laughs> I start Almost. I start watching this movie, okay? And it's so long that by the time I'm like, I've got like half an 40 minutes left, the, everybody's up. And and my wife's like, well, I'll tell the kids to go upstairs. I'm like, no, you're all up. I'll go upstairs. I've got a DVD player upstairs, right? So if, never mind the fact that as soon as, as soon as my wife walks in the room, it's when all the girls are naked dancing. Yes, She's and like, there's over. a lot of naked people in this movie, Luke. I'm like, there's been no one naked for two hours. You walk in right now. Give me your oh, break. Oh, my God. Another so, movie. So this... like, but, I, but I go upstairs, okay, and I've got a DVD player hooked with the television in the bedroom. So I hook that up, and I'm sitting here at my desk where I'm sitting right now, and I'm watching the movie, and about two minutes later, <laughs> cuts off. I'm like, okay. Because at first I thought it, it just went black for, like, narrative purposes, but no, it actually just cut off because then it went to blue. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So I get it. This film, the end of this film broke my DVD player. <laughs> it rejected this movie. <laughs> the, no, it, it reject. No, it broke the DVD player altogether. It won't. It 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 it, it killed it. Killed right. it outright. I had to I had to find my portable DVD player to sit here and watch it on a little two inch screen to finish watching this movie. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, I'm just so shaking that, my they, fist in the sky. Honeywell! <laughs> this, Wait, this well, second movie in a row where there was a crazy naked cult at the end. No, no, this, the, 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 the parallels with Hereditary, there's even there's even a Hereditary, like, light thing, reflected light thing that you see. It's much more technicolor and, and creative in, in yeah. Suspiria, but there's the same sort of, like, reflected light instead there's there, there's a very similar there's a lot of similar um parallels between oh, these two that, movies it's that it's what's that it's that late 2010s horror visual vocabulary now. Uh, that that's it now you know <laughs> yeah yeah well okay so so i just want to throw this out there because this is something that um 
I, I brought this up. I was talking with Dallin Dwebel. I said to Dad, we're watching this. And he said, why the fuck are you watching that? Um, <laughs> he goes, didn't you, didn't you just watch a piece of shit? I said, I did. We watched uh, Hereditary. He goes, who, why are you watching this piece of shit? I was like, I don't know, Dad. Someone's a masochist in this whole thing. Sorry. Um, but, no, it's, but, no. But I said, I said, but, uh, what I said to Dad was this. I said, so I'm on IMDb the other day trying to find like I don't know, running time or any like the things or whatever. And this has got like a 7.5 or 7.3 out of 10, right? And what's listed as movies you might enjoy if you like this movie, the first one up, Hereditary. Of course. Uh... 7.8, right? And I said, okay, let me find, because I've seen a good horror movie made this year because I released an episode about it on June 6th uh, called Overlord, which has got a 5.3. And I said, huh, I bet you a lot of people said, oh, this has got good reviews and that people do that. I wish I was joking. They want to be one of the people who reviews things. So they always give that, they'll give it like a 10 out of 10 to pump it up because they heard it's good. And then you look at the one for, uh, over, uh, for overlord and they're like, you know, the review, like the reviews are all good, but then people give it like whatever. I'm like, so you gave it a, a, a one star, but never, what, never bothered to give a review for the movie. So what, where's your one star coming from? Or you give a, you give a 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 stars but you don't have a review right kind of thing like it's just like okay I, I mean so that tends to me is there's people who said oh well what's his face is attached to it the guy um fuck uh bad robot what the hell studio is that jj um, oh, abrams jj abrams jj abrams name is attached to overlord right because he's executive producer he didn't fucking make the movie right but people are like oh i hate jj abrams i hate him and they fucking you know shit on it I'm like, I just I Lord. just heard you doing this rant on the Mad Max show. <laughs> well, okay, the Mad Max one is a perfect example because Mad Max is was the fucking best movie of the year that year, and it didn't win, and I was pissed. Best movie of the century, I'll just well, say. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> but, uh, saying it is, but, but anyway, um, the the issue. On, guys, you all know the read they they extended Best Picture to ten so that they never have to give it to a genre picture again. You guys know that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that was the yeah. whole purpose. The same reason they split off animated films, so they never have to nominate an animated film again. Yeah. No, I, I understand. And I, I get that. But I'm just saying is, like, I'm looking at this going, I have not seen, um, you know, th in, in 2018, right, there has not been a ton of great horror movies, right? Ha the Halloween, the 2018 version of Halloween was far superior to this, right? And the way it was, I mean, just the story, the pacing, the everything. I mean, yeah, they, they they put they they spent some money on this movie. I'm not saying they didn't spend money and they tried to make it look all archy and stuff like that, but it's boring as shit, right? So at the end of the day, I'd rather have okay, I'd rather watch Monster Island on Sci-Fi, which was the knockoff they made to because Godzilla's coming out and it looks like shit, right? Because they spent <laughs> like a dollar eighty-seven on it on Asylum, but guess what? It was not boring. <laughs> right? I want to see Sharknado, what is it, we're up to seven or eight, whatever, because guess what it won't be? Boring. It'll be stupid, right? And it'll have, like, Cheech Marin and, you know, uh, and Chris Jericho and every other celebrity who's not busy, right, in the movie to get killed by a shark, and they'll go through time, and this actually happened, and they'll, like, fight him in the air and all this bullshit stuff, but guess what? You're like, at the end of the day, you may say to yourself, what the fuck am I watching? But it wasn't boring. And you're sitting here, you're going, why the fuck am I... See, the difference is, what the fuck am I watching, or why the fuck am I watching it, are two <laughs> very different things. Yeah. You, can, I, can I make an aside about Monster Island real quick? Yeah. Whatever you think about Monster Island, uh, kaiju comic book artist extraordinaire Matt Frank did monster designs for that movie, so that alone is cool, right there. 
Yeah. I was going to leave oh, it at that. Did. Nope. Apropos of absolutely nothing. See, so. <laughs> I, I, I think um, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm, I'm the guy who will sit down and watch. I don't know if you guys have ever watched um, Stalker but, or, or any Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky movie or Tartakovsky movie. Tartakovsky, yeah. Any um, any of their movies, any of his movies, I'll sit down and watch his movies and eat them like candy. The, the that kind of slow movie, but like at the same at the same point, something like Hereditary, like like you guys, just inspired rage in me. But I think <laughs> I think if you're that kind of if you're that kind of person who who feeds upon slow movies that that depend on their atmosphere, I think you would be like me and like it but ever like i can see most other people who aren't that mutant that mutant gene would I, would well, feel more like you and and i this movie begs it's like a bug light for the pretentious for the for for the pretentious you know <laughs> if i was a if if i wanted to get like i could get really pretentious about some of the like like the like the um uh, feminist politics in it uh, like yeah. i didn't read them as much like that but i used to go to pagan festivals and knew like wiccans <laughs> wiccan ladies and i i pictured this this coven of witches as being sort of like ah they were a coven of of you know they're 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 obviously a matriarchal society and i got the impression that world war ii and being led by Mother Marcos through World War II and what they had to do to survive World War II as a group of women artists twisted and perverted them, you know, made them into like monsters. And that was that was why they were that the the part that that I figured that out was with was with the uh, um, when the cops came to question him and ended up in the room with like his cop weenie out and they're like laughing at him and you know he's obviously in some sort of trance and i'm like oh yeah these guys are getting back at like you know that, that you know this this guy's like a remnant of the of nazi fascism and they're just like ah ha, ha, we're gonna humiliate him and no, and the old man they had to the, they had to humiliate the old man as part of their ceremony the old man who's not a man that yeah, uh, i gotta say in the first couple scenes her voice was not working for me, but then as it went, by the time they got to the scene, the scene where he thinks his wife is back and she leads him back to the, to the dance studio. Yeah. And then it's just snatched away from him as they cackle madly. I thought that's like, I thought Tilda Swindon, like now I, I was like, why would they cast Tilda Swindon as a little old man? Cause she other than to just, do it than stunt casting but i think that she was being she was sort of those two her character and mother or his the, the character of the old man and mother blank they were trying to make them sort of resonating with each other sort of like not maybe opposites but some sort of parallel to each other so casting the same person maybe but she pulled it off i thought by oh yeah she told i didn't yeah. realize it until i was reading the wiki after i watched the movie because they don't credit her as the as the doctor right uh, it's uh they use a fake name yeah. so yeah well it's funny because on imdb 
That's all she's credited as is the doctor. So well, I, yeah, I'd heard, about, doctor. I'd heard about it in reviews and stuff. So, yeah. but uh, but it, to her credit, boy, it was her. The you know his voice, you could tell it's a woman's voice at first, but it could also be a you know a, a tired old man's old man. Yeah. And by the time it gets going, I totally you know even being aware that that was Tilda Swindon, it never factored in my mind again. I totally. Yeah bought that performance and she's you know she's the definitely by and far the best actress in in the oh, whole yeah. Oh, yeah. there's no question there's yeah. no question yeah and also I, I, that I think... that'll get the mcu fanboys to buy the movie too so they got that going well <laughs> i would hate i would hate to see somebody coming into the <laughs> i would hate to see the reaction of somebody who's just like oh yeah i loved her in dr strange i'm gonna see this and get more <laughs> Make <laughs> that happen. I could see that. It's like I don't know, man. I was. <laughs> oh, I could see it happening, but I, I could not see them being satisfied. They got a big well, kung, fu, is... a big naked kung fu fight at the end of this would yeah. be fucking sweet. Oh, I'll I, tell you right now, no, that's would, coming in the dead don't note. die. That's gonna be in the dead don't yeah. die. I don't know about naked, yeah. but there'll be uh, Tilda Swindon's wielding a samurai sword in the Jim Jarmusch zombie movie. Well, uh, D- Dakota Johnson, the one who played uh, Susie slash Mother Superior, uh, Superior, she uh, she also plays her twin sister. It's, and again, it goes by so quick that like you know when, when the mother's dying there, there's the, there's the pregnant woman in the pink dress, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's her twin sister. So because because it, it's clearly Dakota Johnson, like you can tell it's her, but it's like she's supposed to be her twin, and that has something to do. Oh, that, like there was like some parallel there, like where the the mother's like she, she's rejecting her mother but then there's new life coming and her twin and it's all this other bullshit but some of that must not made the film because they don't fucking explore it anywhere else and i'm like it just doesn't make any sense why no. it's there you know what i'm saying no. but well, what i, I got a feeling is, is here for that, that stuff like that exists for film for film students and gender study students to write no. air quotes up to the mic think and have deep dives into the the, yeah. the feminist importance of Suspiria 2018. You want to talk about why the, the doctor had to be played by a woman? Yeah. So what I'm saying I, is, I think there was a, what do you call I think that he did cut this to two and a half hours, because I have a feeling that there was more of that story oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was somehow cut, because we, we because it, it's not like, it, they could have had anyone standing there, and, and but it's clearly her, and it's supposed to be his her twin. He was very adamant that she plays the twin, and she has a name, Naomi. Like she literally doesn't say a fucking word in the movie. Yeah, but yet like she has to have a name. The and there, I it's like the octopus you, from the Goonies. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the scariest part. <laughs> yeah, very scary. <laughs> I got the I I my impression on the whole that whole thing was that. I, I agree that there was probably more to it, but what what I think, I what I what I was trying to figure out out of it was that uh, a it, it it was a good it, it it was a good way to make Susie a virgin because uh, Amish upbringing. Two, I got the impression that maybe Mom wasn't always a God fearing Amish lady, and maybe that's why she became you know that bef- maybe before she she went to jesus she might have uh been kind of a sinner and that's how yeah yeah because that that she was like you know that was my only regret is the stain that was my daughter (laughs) that i brought upon the land or whatever 
I'm just saying is it just seems like it seems like again as much as this was this thing overstayed its welcome far too long it dragged it just whatever but it's like you could kind of tell like they like there are certain things in the movie and again they still are there because again, you can't cut everything out of it you know by way of uh like you know because this, she's in the scene but they don't make mention of it she doesn't have a name but she has a name right it's like why why would you even name her why would you even make put that out there why would this even be a thing you know like it wouldn't have to be here it could have seriously been any actress just with a with the the pregnant suit on just standing there it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying you guys you get a pregnant lady just stand there for a minute you know kind of thing <laughs> yeah. like you don't have to be fake pregnant you know it's it's, it's like it's like, it's like what? is that like a hysterical pregnancy yeah, no. What is, what is, it? is that? Is that Jaws four where the 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 where he's on the boat and the and the, and the Jaws bites his arm off, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when we were younger, like when they could got the the drummer from Def Leppard, he's only got one arm. It's like yeah. here he could just pull his arm inside his shirt, which is all he does, you know. Kind of well, thing. That, so, that's the, well, that's yeah. Mighty Peking Man. You know, in Mighty yes. Peking Man, there's the tiger when they're on the expedition, the tiger that cuts the guy's <laughs> arm off, and it does yeah. it with such surgical accuracy because it's a stunt man who only has one arm. Yes. <laughs> and on, I remember on the bad movie report, Dr. Freaks nicknamed him Surgical Tiger. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. So, well, you know, I mean, that, that's, that, that's the thing. It's like that not only, as you're saying, there's all this stuff that's there, but yeah. Guadagnino has said he wants to make a prequel and do more of this. It's like, <sighs> oh, get out of your own ass, man. Get out of your own ass. That's all like, I can I mean, say. he said to make a I thought or he, he wants to make the the other one. The, like he no, wants to he make... wants to make a prequel going into the history and origin of all this stuff. See, I I, I thought oh. I thought he was definitely setting it up to do the other mothers potentially if he wanted well, that, to. That, that's that's what I read on. I was when I was yeah, when I was doing my background. Is that oh, right? Just, right. He, he was about doing a prequel. Going I mean, doing a prequel would be almost pointless. It seems to me. Well, yeah, but then you just said not too long ago that uh, talking about oh, that something obviously happened to him during the war that put yeah, away. yeah, so that, but I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that just be a part of my imagination from something hinted at in this movie than I don't. That, that's one of my yeah, also but, you know, I don't need not to really know all known the for, you know, Yeah, but uh, but once you start talking prequel for any property, that's the point. The point well, is that, to you're not allowed to imagine what might have happened. Doing to, doing you know. a prequel like doing a prequel to a remake you just did is 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 kind of goofy, I think. Personally. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think the word I say pretentious, perhaps. But yeah. you know, <laughs> who knows what adventures these witches will have between now and when the series is deemed no longer profitable. See, I gave this a lot of leeway for pretentious because we're talking about Dario Argento too. There, right. There, I mean, Absolutely. Dario Argento's had the same charges against him for years of just like you know, ah, uh, and. And now that and and now it's a sort of I don't want to use the word ageism, but like you know the the people who are like oh it's an old movie, but yeah. but but when it first came out, people were just like oh you know what this is this is just ridiculous and over the top, but that was what made it. I don't know if this one would be, it's a different kind of ridiculous under, but it's quiet, but when it gets nasty, it gets really nasty like that scene where the the girl gets all twisted up from the sympathetic dancing of Susie in the the, the one girl's Witchcraft in the mirror dancing, room yeah. Yeah. yeah well Olga yeah Olga, gets, Olga. Uh, and, and, and they and then they cut and then they come in with the hooks and and hook her off yeah and, I mean and, that the whole the whole I will say this the this film does have a lot more to say about dance than <laughs> our gender. and I, I mean that I mean yes. that seriously 
Yeah. About dance yeah. as an art form and the connection between dance as an art form and witchcraft. Yeah. And just just a simple that scene, just a simple visual idea of a dancer literally contorting herself into knots at the command the, at the command of the head of her dance company. Again, there, there's there there's an, there that's what I mean when I say there's there's decent stuff here. There's and, allegory for that that Argento wasn't interested in talking about. Yeah, you know, and, dance is used as as a, a as basically a, a reason to have a bunch of girls in one place. Dance is not important in Suspiria. Nope. We joke about that Jessica Harper flailing around like a, uh, you know, yeah. like a fit, like a worm on a hook because she's got a hex put on her. But, you know that that so that but again, but even that scene, it's like it it it's to me it goes on for forever, frankly. And yeah. I get that's the point, and I get that's again that's 2018 stuff. It's like oh look, don't you can't look away, you can't look away. It's like yeah, but after a while, it's the same thing. After a while, there's no additional horror to it. It's it's you you you've given me the the image, the horrifying image, and now you've given it to me three more times. Yeah. And I get it's, that the, the excessiveness is part of it, but it, 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 after a while, it's just like, okay, let's move on. But we can't move on because every bit is important and nothing can hit the cutting room floor. It's it's like it's like what Hardigan says in uh, Sin City. Uh, at some point, I'm just pounding uh, what uh, just pounding wet pavement. He just he yeah. smashes, he's punched, punched his head so hard that he's yeah. just a mush of everything that's there. But you got it. He just keeps punching him and punching him and punching. That's when he beats that yellow bastard to death. Yeah. That's a really good movie. Yeah, I can watch Sin City again. So, but, but again, but I don't, I don't think that we need to be emulating necessarily Frank Miller as a hard, yeah. as a, a hard, a hardcore gritty <laughs> right. detective story in our supernatural witchy dance movie either. So, I'm just saying. So, no, uh, but but, anyway. but I mean, like I said, you know that, I mean. that scene I thought was that that I thought was a good use of one using dance as an element of the story, and right. two using your budget and your technology in a way that Argento couldn't. And if you're mm -hmm. going to do a remake, you need to do that. You need to do things you couldn't do in the original. That's one of the very few things in this that Argento couldn't have shot in '77, and and right. shot in to me in a more visually unique way. You know, a lot of this movie is is people in rooms talking. You know, so that there's there's like I said that that's just my take on it. I mean, obviously there's there's an audience for this. It's I this is not like Hereditary because this wasn't released theatrically where we have a you know a a, a huge Rotten Tomatoes score and then a terrible Cinema Score score uh, because this wasn't released theatrically. There is no Cinema Score score for this film. I can't imagine it would be very high. Just because if if Cinema Score is based on audience satisfaction, I cannot see this film. <laughs> I'm being serious. I mean, even yeah, I no, mean, we know what you mean. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean even I, I, I think the people that, that snooted up over Hereditary would probably get like I think this to this film's credit, the people who would be like, oh, Hereditary, oh, it's so brilliant, would probably turn their noses up to this one because this one's got some some more. Actually, this one isn't. This one has some like, at least, humor in it, or at least it's not just everybody hugely depressed. Or you know, it's got some feel of levity to it, which makes it, I think, less more gruesome. To I don't know. I I think the people, the the type of pretentious people who will drool over Suspiria are either like me who like the slow like get sucked into the atmosphere of it or the people 
who, and I don't want to use the term goth, but they're sort of, you know, they they have they they know everything about say all the serial killers and you know got that got their Danzig albums and stuff like that. And <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Those are two different things because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of housewives I know that are like, oh shit, there's a new serial killer thing coming on Netflix. Let's watch it. Like they are oh, super yeah, obsessed with that. Those are it's the people who really like it are the are the weird are the like very normal housewife seeming people yes. that Oh my yeah. mother watches all those true crime things. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Don't yes. watch it alone. Right. They're, like you'd be amazed at school. I mean people want to talk like, well, well you don't understand. Like, I, I mean but I mean the people who would be like, I have I have posters of Ted Bunding's paintings on my wall. No, you know, I know, you well, know that's, that's fucked up. Those, those yeah. people, the, the the people who are just sort of into being edgy, the the edgy hipsters would would like this one more than Hereditary. The arty hipsters would go for Hereditary more. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is people that now they can so they can you know they they've heard they they've they've quoted Suspiria the original as a movie that's a true horror movie that's art house and all that and they've never watched it and now they can watch this one and say well this one is better in every possible permutation and it's like and it's depiction of you know women's rights in 2018. I, the, the, I, the line, it's like here's here's our think piece where we talk about the line about how we must always protect women's financial autonomy is very crucial in our problematic times you know it's it's like go 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 do your fucking think piece for vox and leave the rest of us to fuck along for the love of see, christ I, I i thought the witches were all pushed the whole feminism thing just as it was uh, just as an ingratiation at first before they put the hooks into you it was just a just a yeah just I mean, you, you can certainly read it that way because they literally do put the hooks into you. Yeah, yeah exactly. But the other, I mean, the it, other thing one way about or this the other, is you if, get the if you wanted to put it in a, the well, yeah, it's like that song by by Iron Maiden. You know the one, Twenty Two Acacia Avenue. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the the other <laughs> thing got, is, is that you if you want now, the thing this is set in night. Now here's the thing: this is set in 1979. The bit after the recital when they're all in the pub. And yeah. you got all the teachers and all the students, and suddenly they all pair off. Now it's a lesploitation movie from the 50s. Yeah. You know? But in yeah, 79, that would still be considered deviancy behavior. You know, and you said this in 2019. Now you get a, now they, you know, now the bartenders cheer them, you know. Because, well, uh, I, I got, don't, I think, I think Berlin in that time period was, had kind of a, like, was like a thriving, like, that's when, like, Berlin in that area, era, that's when like David Bowie and Iggy Pop were hey and Brian Eno were all hanging out there to record and stuff because I think there was a lot of artistic yeah. subculture and just general subcultures going on there. So it might have I, I I was personally hoping for a little more lesbian undertones or overtones in in the movie. I mean, they they had the, you know with with her with with her friend, but they made it very much like the original Suspiria, where they were just like, hey, we're friends, let's cuddle up together and talk right face to face. Girls will do that though, you know. Dudes yeah. don't do that uh, after the I war. I would do. I do it with you. Well, you know, but I trust you. You know, it's funny. You know, go, trust go is back important. and watch. Go back and watch like any Laurel and Hardy where they're traveling. They're always yeah. sleeping together. And then oh, yeah. before in the, the bed, it, yeah. Protection. Right, it's before, well, it's before the war, you know, there, it was, it was a post-war American thing, this idea of being labeled as a sissy, that this fear of being, uh, a people assuming you were a homosexual, that stopped all that. 
But before then, it was very common for men to sleep together and travel together like that because, like I said, it was for, for protection. It was for money. It was for all that kind of stuff because there was no question of it. Once, you know, right. once, that, once that became a, uh, uh, something that was more widely known as, a, again, uh, speaking from a historical standpoint, as seeing as a, a deviancy, that now that was always the fear of that is what drove that. And that's different for, um, you know, lesbian relationships, and especially in Europe, like you said. So again, that could have been something, but it's all, it's there for me to fill in as the viewer, which I'm normally okay with. But again, there's subtle and then there's sub, and then there's subconscious. So. <laughs> or unconscious. <laughs> well, when, yeah, they well, did. I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I, I did drink about two pots of coffee while watching this, so I, I wasn't unconscious. I was, I was drunk on summer shandies because I had yeah, to Yeah, you guys, you, know what, you, you guys are using the that? wrong chemicals for this movie. You got to pair oh. your chemicals in your movies. This is not a this is not a caffeine and wine movie. <laughs> you know what, though? You talk about oh, wait, summer wait, shandies. Wait, wait, wait. I, was, I had stuff, too. You know, you, like you were like a four tabs of acid movie. <laughs> you you oh. were hopped up on all sorts of stuff. Did it did it know, make the did it make no, no, the beige is, walls move? Yeah. No. You know I you know what? Call. I was yeah, on okay. I was on um I'm on um medicine that's supposed to it's supposed to help get rid of the numbness in my fingers and toes. But this movie was trying to numb out the rest of my body, and I was like, fuck her, stop! Fuck her, stop! You, you want to know like, want to know what's funny, hero, about you drinking the summer shandies while watching this? Is that that's a German drink. So I oh, thought I that was really funny when you said that because a shandy, for those that may not know it, although most people know it now in this country, it's beer and lemonade and was made by a German pub owner to serve to the bicyclists that were coming through in the summer, something that he had a lot of beer and, you know, they, they wanted a beer, but they wanted something that was light and refreshing that they could drink without worrying about having to drink a heavy beer while they and were biking. Well, it's a heavier beer than most American domestic beers, so. It's true, but it's all it's all relative, though. Uh, so, but the, but uh, a shandy or a wrangle, if you want to use a a soft drink, so mix like a coke and a beer, that's actually quite refreshing. Oh, cool. just Germans Germans use American Genesee beer just to wash their dishes, <laughs> basically. Well, you know, it's it's funny because you say that, and yet Germans up lager, good. Huh? Oh, but do you say that? But then, like German lager is is not compared to like an English stout. You know, an English stout, you can use it to, you know, some of some of those real clean your carburetor. Yes, you can clean your carburetor with, whereas a lager is more my style of, of beer. But again, I'm, I just thought it was funny that Hero put that in the group chat that he's had two summer shandies. And he's going to watch this movie set in, uh, you know, divided Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to have some chocolate. Yeah, I have some worst. Yeah. And then we oh. have some schnitzel. It's all good. I did have hot dogs that night. So, <laughs> yes. A Frankfurter. Yeah. <laughs> the following inefficient workers have been laid off. <laughs> I'm, I'm working for a German. I'm working for a company now that the parent company is German, and it, it is. They are delightful people. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> and they have good pretzels. So. Do actually, all kidding aside, we were out at their at the. Uh, we weren't in Germany. We were in California, but we were at their corporate HQ. And their yeah. after lunch snack after the meetings one day was these really damn good soft pretzels. Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh my god, I got yeah. nothing done. Was, oh you... these pretzels! Oh my god! <laughs> was it was it like Stanley on the office? Three hundred sixty-four more days till pretzel day. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh. So, so. guys, any any other 
I guess, well, I mean, I think we've kind of covered this. I mean, I would say that, you know, I think, Chris Honeywell, you kind of laid out the ground rules for recommendations on this. I, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to say before you guys, you, I'll, I'll leave you three to, to leave the final savaging on it. I wholeheartedly, I, I loved it from top, top to bottom, like 20 minutes in, I was like, Ooh, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to love this. There were a couple parts that were missteps for me. I thought like when they redid the, the scene of counting the footsteps, it was just too dark and, and stuff like little, little clips. I like the dream sequences were a little bit like cheesy Rob zombie videos at points. Although there was a gratuitous Jason mask with worms at one point. Um, but I, I, loved i mean i i could really like i could do a whole episode going off on all the things that i all the things that i thought about and all the feels that i felt through the movie but i just generally the the i thought the 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 direction of the movie and the decisions they made were were an appropriate it evoked more roman polanski to me like an icy direction rather than a Dario Argento, but every once in a while it would go Dario Argento and the camera will lunge forward at somebody or something crazy and bloody will happen. Uh, you know, somebody will stab themselves in the neck randomly. Um, but I, besides all the stuff that happens in it, the between the just the visual, the sound design, and the feel, I I felt like I was you know, soaked in the atmosphere. I've never been to, to Berlin in 1979, but that's what I would imagine it to feel like. It, it, it really put me in a place, in a setting, in a mood, and it worked for me and I was expecting it not to. So it got, it, it kind of caught me by surprise and I knew I was going to come in here and be the only one to do it. <laughs> and I just want to just, and, and I just want to show all those people out there on the internet how people can love and hate the same movie at the same time yeah. without uh, as, hating each yeah. other. As an aside, Chris, you were right earlier, so write this down. It actually is set in 1977, not 1979. Oh, okay. Oh. But, um, yeah, well, you know, that that's the thing. I mean, again, I, I can see the intention. I just don't think it worked out. I mean, if you're going to remake, right. we, we talked about this. If you're going to remake the sphere, you can't go for Argento. Half at most. So, what do you mean, you guys? You guys. <laughs> you, mean, you, people. <laughs> you mean you people? <laughs> and 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 people also know that this is the Demanza Corp network, so we're biased. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do like the Italians, yeah, but uh, yeah. but you know what the thing is is like again, I I I I meant this when I said it. I think that there is the idea of making. Now it's it's not even described as it's not it's described as an homage rather than a, a remake per se. But the idea of making an homage remake, what have you, of Suspiria, there you can do something with that. I think Suspiria is a film that because it's so visual and so little of the story is actually the the, you know, the key beats of it are important. But it's not it's not written in the style that horror movies are written now, where the story is everything and. Oh, you don't know this context and you're never going to follow it, that kind of thing. So I think I could understand it, but the end result to me is it, it doesn't honor the original. It doesn't work as it stands as its own film. I really think this needs another round 
through the script revision and another round on the editing desk, and then this could be a pretty decent movie. But as it stands, it's a little too a little too fartsy and not enough artsy as far as I'm concerned. I'm glad you said fartsy because I'm gonna sum. This is a two and a half hour long, wet beige fart that leaves no stink because it's, it's so irrelevant. <laughs> wow. He's the best that damn one, color man in the business, the folks. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, so, really, just, I know uh, Chris gave his recommendation and we've hit our thing. If you're a Chloe Grace Morantz fan, um, make sure you show up at the very fucking beginning because she ain't in it very long. And yeah. then she comes back at the end for a little bit, but she's all, you know, fucked up. But, like, Literally, her name is plastered on this poster. It's all over this thing. It's like her, her film. Too bad she's not in it for more than like five minutes. So, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's a Tilda Tilden Tilda I can't even say Tilda Swinton joint. Tilda Swinton. It is her. It's her movie. I mean, let's be honest. It really is her film. And she's yeah. great. You know, she's yeah. She's well, oh yeah. She's excellent I'm saying, but, it, but it's but it's her movie. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, I mean, the, the poster, everything about this movie says Chloe Grace Bryant, and I'm like, I'm great, and I like her. I mean, I liked her as Carrie. She's not as good as Sissy Spacek, but, you know. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? But, like, she's not in the movie. She's literally not in the film, and, you know, to, but she's the biggest name star, so, of course, you put your name on it. She doesn't even show up in flashbacks. She doesn't show up in anything. It's not like they can, like, they keep cutting back the scenes of her. Like, she's, she's there, mostly and then a, char- she, a character that's referred to. She's mostly yeah. a plot element by yep. not being there. Well, she's ghost dust like she's like you yeah. know whatever she's like she's not even there like you yeah she's ghost dust motherfucker you know kind of thing like no but she is that's like that's that like it's the you know um what is it what is it uh she's the remembrance of a memory she's the whatever like she's not there like you know they want you to remember the beginning of the movie when she's like freaking out all around his office and breaking or you know well it's her office technically but it's played as a guy like breaking <laughs> shit and whatever right you know but it's not like what do you call it? it's not like you're sitting here going oh okay like it, yeah. so be as it may i know i know i said this uh to you guys um you know we, we, we watched hereditary and i was like oh my god like what the fuck are we watching the one difference here is with this one um you know there again they, each of those movies had certain things that were you're like i mean like in hereditary it was like the beautiful scenery and all that stuff that fucking doesn't mean anything Right here, you had a lot of stuff. You're like, Ugh, you could have done whatever. I think this movie, unfortunately, is a movie and not a six-episode miniseries. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or you know, make it make it like a six-episode miniseries, and where you can explore those things, and you can have you can raise it up and coming down or whatever. Because remember, if you do, you know, not every episode has to be killer, but they have to kind of move the story along. You could seriously make this into season one of a three-season thing. And I think it'd be a much better, much I would be better seriously thing. into that. Yeah, I would be seriously down for that. I think it would be better because you'd watch it. You watch an episode in scenario like, okay, like not every episode has to be the light, the final episode of whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not everything has to be what you know, but they have to move the story. So if you chunk this up into like an hour, even if it wasn't six episodes, let's say it was four episodes or whatever, and it was like a chunk into whatever. Okay, well, I wonder where it's going next. And you kept it interesting, you wouldn't feel a drag. That's well, the, why sometimes... you know, the movie was broken into six yeah. acts, so you could have taken yeah. those six acts and de- and, and yeah. six that was that was yep. that was the other thing that made me think that this was originally developed as a series. Uh-huh. Is that it specifically yeah. says in six in six acts with an epilogue, and it's like, uh, yeah, that really sounds like it was supposed to be six episodes. <laughs> yeah, but again, yeah. that's fine. 
Yeah, I'm just saying is I think it would work better, and I think we would have had him. Uh, I, I again, I can't say for sure because we didn't see it that way, but I I feel like if it was done that way as a series where each is an hour, 45 minutes to an hour a piece. Yes, we're getting much more movie, quote unquote, or whatever on it. But I think they could develop things more. They could give you more insight, things that you were like. So now, I mean, I'm not saying beat you over the head and everything has to be bluntly obvious, but, I'm, but it could give you more and allow you to be more involved and give a shit about these characters. Like, seriously, the girls die, and I'm like, and fuck cares. Or, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Like, I'm really, I wish I was kidding. I wish I felt bad that any of them died. I didn't. I didn't. Well, when the, the old the man's other, getting the shit, I didn't yeah. care. I mean, the other thing about breaking it up like that, it would let you yeah. play with the pacing a little bit more. Sure. The, this, the pacing of this at two and a half hours, it's leaden. It just doesn't move. Whereas yeah. if you break it up and you put those natural, like you said, it's it's already set into chapters, into acts, you set a break in there and then you have a stopping point. You know, I, I've talked to a couple of people that they they didn't get in on the ground floor of Breaking Bad, so they were watching it as a binge watch. and. Yeah. One other podcaster said that he tried to binge watch it, but it was so intense he couldn't. He had mm -hmm. to stop after each episode and digest it. Mm -hmm. And I've, I, 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 I did remember that too. saying something very similar um, um, about cheese and rice. About 10 years ago, jo I think it was Joshua Dysart was writing a version of The Unknown Soldier under the Vertigo imprint at DC, except this Unknown Soldier was set in the Uganda and dealt with the child soldiers and the other things going on in the Uganda. And I couldn't read, I, I couldn't read it as a collection. I had to read it as single issues and take them one at a time because of the intensity. You could have done that with something like this and really amp up the go into more of the history, go into more of the creep factor of this and give the audience a natural chance to break, digest, and then come back. You know, almost right. like an intermission at a ballet, except that again... <laughs> That's not what we got. We got it. So we have to, t we, we can't judge what we did not receive. We can only judge that which we have. And, and in this format, I don't think this works very well. And I, I, so I echoed, I echoed Jay's sentiment completely. Yeah. And so there we are. <laughs> now I will say, if you want to see this, uh, I would say you kind of have to go to Amazon, don't you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's on prime. I mean, so, you know, if you have Amazon prime, you can definitely see it there. It's available on DVD um through netflix um netflix does not stream it you i i actually got the dvd through netflix uh when i got the dvd of it um i've seen it for sale like at walmart but like then now they don't have it anymore so it might be in like the five dollar bin but i don't know um and just saying it's like it wasn't one of those things that was readily available really when it even came out uh you know i mean the only reason i even knew it was coming out at all like to to like to home home video or in that aspect of it was that um uh, Rue Morgue covered it, you know, kind of thing. And Rue Morgue talked about the fact that, oh, Suspiria is going to be out on this date, like, because they had stuff about it coming out. And I'm like, all right, like, I guess it's coming out. Like, I I thought it was going to be like one of those movies where it's never going to get a DVD release of it. And you're eventually going to have to, you know, someone will uh, get a copy and put it up on YouTube kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an Amazon release. Amazon Prime's got it. That's how I watched it. Kira, you watched it that way too, right? Or did you watch it? On uh, I watched it on Prime, yeah. On Prime, right, yeah. So, and it had the subtitles, so you don't have to worry about, you know, being in Honeywell's a situation where you had no fucking idea what's going on for every movie. <laughs> right. And, yeah. uh, you know, kind of thing. I would have seen another show. I was going to, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. I would love to see this in the theater. I would love to see this on a big <laughs> screen. I would be right there. I would be right there, cuddled up in the seat with my popcorn, just 
yeah, I would I would I would bathe in this on a big screen. I'm very surprised that they didn't even have like a little little, you know, a, a, well, a small sure they did because Amazon wants to get their movies considered for awards. Oscar or something. Yeah, I yeah, mean that, I'm sure that's their little some their little uh, product their little production house thing for Amazon Studios is a whole their their little animated thing is a whole studio like not studio, a whole theater front and all that. Which I thought was kind of funny. It's like, really, these things don't play in theaters, Amazon. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someday they will. You. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They, they will that... when Amazon owns all the theaters. No, I think their stuff does because that what was that Manchester by the Sea was one of theirs, and that had a, a limited theatrical yeah, release. No, they, no, they, yeah. they do. Some of them do. Yeah, I, I was yeah. just being snarky. Absolutely. Okay. And Amazon's and first of all, Amazon's not buying the theaters. That's Disney who's buying the theaters. Right, Thank you. Right. Get the right conglomerate. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I'm waiting for 15 years down the line when the when basically all of Disney and all of Amazon are just a giant robot and they're just fighting their way across the country. That's if, what I'm if Disney for. and Amazon end up merging, then they will be Molesterbot. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> I'm gonna give it to you dry. What? I don't want it. Oh God. Oh, no. It's the oh, molester bot comes up and goes. Bot is not molester bot's concern. <laughs> molester bot only cores out. It is his main programming. Either we fucking or I'm fucking. <laughs> That's what it says to you. Oh god, it's like the fruit fucker from Penny Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty fruit fucker. I love fruit fucker. That's. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, I th- I think we need to wrap this up, guys. We're yeah, talking yeah. about robots. Yeah. And, and fucking movie. fruit. Yeah. My 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 view from just the general feel of the room is, we, we did have sort of a hereditary situation. This one just isn't is. Ah, uh, what would be the word for for punishing? <laughs> It suffers a lot of the same things, but it just doesn't have the same punishing um, sense of of life is shit. <laughs> well, uh, can you imagine? But, but the for theater? you guys, it's more the punishment is more boredom than yeah. than. Yeah. But I'm saying, could you imagine the theater? Come for Suspiria, stave Hereditary, Drano smoothies on your way out. With <laughs> if you make it out. <laughs> yeah. no, with a razor blade chaser. Like, like you'll fucking want to kill yourself when you're done. I can't you know, imagine kind of a worse punishment in life than oh. being Ludovico'd Hereditary in this back-to-back. Oh, no, and then they just drop, they drop you through a trap door into a floor into the room full of razor wire. Well, that's what this open. didn't have, was a room full of razor wire. I was just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, anyway. <sighs> I think the girl getting twisted up and hooked out was their version, their their equivalent of the razor wire, you know, the razor yeah. wire death. Well, it would have been really cool if she opened the door and wants to step in and says, oh, shit, look at that razor wire, and turned and didn't go into it. That would have been funny. Yeah, like, why the wait. fuck is there a room full of razor wire? Ah! <laughs> yeah, well, and it, this year? being from Berlin, she probably just knew the dangers of razor wire more than, than some girl in Italy. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Too oh. soon? <laughs> <laughs> it's never too soon.
visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and a number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Suck it to me?
Sock it to me? 